This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond where we share our enjoyment and experiences of language learning with you. I'm Penny. Hi, I'm Beck. We both live in Australia and we love learning languages, but we also love chatting to each other about it and all of our experiences of learning languages too. We're definitely not experts or teachers. We're just learners like you. Um, love sharing our thoughts and experiences of learning other languages with each other and with you as well. So thanks for joining us on another episode of Language Chats. Um, today, we're going to be talking about some of our favourite language bloggers um, on the internet to follow and to learn from, um, those who give us inspiration and also a bit of motivation as well, um, because yeah. there are lots of people out there and some really, really great people writing about their experiences of learning languages. I know. We're, 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 I feel like we're so lucky to have such a great, like I'm just looking at my little list here, such a great long list of resources at our fingertips so to do with language learning. And for sometimes a bit of a, well, sometimes for a kick up the butt, <laughs> but also <laughs> for like a reality check to go, okay, so this person who can speak eight languages has had struggles just like me and they're talking about it. And I think that's that's also really really nice and grounding exactly it's really important I think to be able to like to share that and to see that it is learning a language is is fun and and really cool but it does take it takes time it's hard work and um you know it's not always easy which um we all know I think um but sometimes outwardly it can really seem like it just happened overnight and that's not true. It's, you know, potentially years and years of work <laughs> um, right. to, to realise and, and many, many struggles along the way and lots of embarrassing moments and um, conversations where you've said things that you didn't mean to say. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you've had a few moments like that of you, Penny. Yeah, I certainly for have. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to hear from from other people in their their experiences with lots of different languages, all kinds of languages from all around the world. Um, and to hear them talk about how they've how they found all of those um, those experiences of learning. Yep. No, it's and it's um yeah, like I said, we're just so lucky at the the breadth of of what we we can access as well. Exactly. Um, do you have a go to or a favorite? You know, or do you have multiple? I have multiple go tos. Multiple go tos. So shall we? Shall we start with like general language bloggers? Yeah, because I think good. there are there are language bloggers who talk about language learning in general and um, many different languages, uh, and there are also people who are blogging on specifically learning um, particular languages. So maybe we'll start with like the general ones. Um, so I have a few go-to uh, bloggers. Um, I wouldn't say I've got a particular favourite because I have a bunch that are all, I think, my favourites, <laughs> multiple, because yep. yep. um, they are all a little bit different. Um, so let's start with um, Kirsten Cable's blog um fluent language um which i fluentlanguage.co.uk which is awesome i i really like it um it's very well paired with her podcast um the fluent show um Mm. and so her blog posts tend to be um they tend to either match up um or follow a, a a show with extra information and 
and sort of a bit more of a written discussion on and things that may have come up in that show and it comes out at the same time. So um, I Kirsten's blog is one that I've been following for a really long time um, and I've been listening to a podcast for a while too. Um, but I love seeing it pop into my um, into my inbox. On, I think it's once a week usually that she has something pop in um, and see what's what's coming up and what's new and what they're talking about. Yep, no, I agree. And Kirsten's definitely at the top of my list as well. And she's got a great uh, a great website and great podcast um, as well. Um, I do like as well that her so her blog does have quite a range in what she covers too which I think is really cool so sometimes it's very much about specifically like language learning tips and tools Um, other times it's more just general um, interesting topics related to languages like I think her latest blog post was about indigenous languages Um, again also paired with an episode of the podcast um, that has come out recently um, but given that it's currently the um, International Year of Indigenous Languages, um, so it's kind of just in, that's not necessarily about learning them. Um, I think it does cover maybe a little bit of that in the blog post, but it's more just about a general, a generally interesting topic to do with languages. Yep. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, what about you, Penny? Um, what's what's top of your or, or one of your favourite? Um, probably an, another one of my favourites and probably one that I've been looking at for oh, probably for a couple of years or so is Lindsay Does Languages and that's Lindsay Williams' um, blog. So she's at lindsaydoeslanguages.com. Yep. Um, and she's just got some interesting um, posts on there too, a, a little bit um, about – some I was going to say wacky wacky languages probably not the right word to use is it um, languages that Maybe might be lesser, bit, lesser studied languages yes, <laughs> lesser studied languages um which I find really interesting and that teams up with her YouTube channel as well um she has also done some really great stuff about around travel um yeah and that obviously is a big appeal to me as well um and through her podcast and through her YouTube channel as well. And also she's got a book too. Yeah, just recently. So she's a real author. Yeah, yeah. I really love her travel-related stuff too, um, which was very much interlinked with language stuff as well. But um, yep. from when she did her big trip with her husband, um, that it, was it a year ago now? Maybe maybe a little bit more? Yeah, I think so. I think it was 2018 sometime. Yeah, yeah. where they made yeah. a whole a whole podcast um, and sort of uh, video series um, about – their the language stories that's what it's called language stories that they encountered along the way um so and then Lindsay's got some resources as well on her on her website too um and she also does the clear the list um monthly as well which I think she does in in collaboration with Shannon oh okay can Is you, that right? Do you know Do you know much about Clear List? I don't, and I I know I I see them posting about it, and I think oh, it's really cool. Yeah, but I don't actually know too much about what it is and um what they're posting about, which is yeah, yeah. But I know it's it's a really uh, you know a, a good thing that a lot of people get into because it's 
a bit of accountability and a bit of motivation, a bit of checking in with, with other learners as well. That's what I was going to say. I think that like I've definitely got the impression, I don't know much about Clear the List either, but I've definitely got the impression that it's all about accountability and basically telling people what you're doing so that once you've said it, you have to follow up on that, <laughs> yeah. um, which I think sounds like a really cool idea, but we might, we'll, we'll find um, a bit more about Clear the List and we'll pop that in the show notes for anyone who's uh, intrigued. And since I did mention Shannon just before as well, um, I will mention her website as well. So yeah. she's from eurolinguist.com, um, Shannon Kennedy. Um, and I think what what I've used her content for a lot is um, she's got some really great resources on her website about a whole bunch of different languages. Um, but one that I've gone to quite a few times is for her Mandarin Chinese resources. Oh, cool. Um, she also has um, a Croatian podcast, so she's got lots oh, of information nice. about Croatian. Um, I didn't realise that. some other languages, okay. Hungarian and Korean. Yeah. A whole bunch of different, a whole bunch of different languages too, so that's another uh, great one to check I was, out. I was going to say, because you mentioned um, that she had some good uh, Mandarin Chinese resources. Um I, I guess I suppose I assumed from the name of her blog, Eurolinguist, that it was European focused. But I guess she, because I, I know she does lots and lots of different languages too. But maybe she started with European languages and has expanded. Yeah, good, good point. Do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I've sure. never really to paid attention <laughs> to that. We should ask her. Um, I know that. Yes, yeah, she and she's American too, isn't she? So she's not. Yeah. Um, European necessarily but her background may be um yeah so that's 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 interesting Shannon if you're listening please tell us (laughs) also maybe we should just check the about section of her of her blog which we have both obviously skipped in our in our our searches um that's awesome though it sounds like she's got some great resources on there which is cool yeah and a huge variety of languages too yeah nice which is which is always really handy that's awesome um, I would, so those those three that we've just mentioned, actually, interesting that they're the first three who have come up, but um, those three bloggers are also the founders of the Women in Language Conference, um, which is a really cool event that happened earlier this year and also last year. Um, but yeah, three really cool language bloggers who also have awesome information on all of their websites um, that is, is different across all three of them, but who have also collaborated together and done something really awesome with a, um, with Women in Language. Yeah, for sure. And that was, you know, it was certainly the start of my exploration onto yeah. language bloggers and, and things like that when, when we first attended that event in March 2018. Mm, cool. um, another website that I will mention along the same lines in in a sense of someone that I've gone to for resources and and tips is Katie Harris's website joyoflanguages.com yeah me too I've also been there for lots of tips as well have you yeah and I also really enjoy um Katie's language challenge that she runs through Instagram and Facebook Um, which is called the language diary challenge yeah so that's a bit of a diversion off the blog but um yeah she does run a a cool uh language challenge where people just check in once a day and um try to post something about what they've been doing in the language that they're learning um so if you're interested in that at all it's called the language diary challenge um and yeah you can find that on inststagram and facebook and you should check out beck's posts because she's very consistent and very good (laughs) at doing the language diary challenge (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm very impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Katie does have, she's got some great, some really great articles on her blog. Um, especially, I find hers has a really fun focused. So they're all about like how to have fun. A lot of them are about how to have fun with learning a language um, and how to not lose sight, I think, of the of, of that sense of kind of playfulness with um, with learning as an adult. And she's also got some great tips for beginner language learners as well. So that's True. where I've kind of have got some really great info from her from the beginner French side of things. And her Italian really is probably her main, other than French, well, Italian is her main second language, mm-hmm. I think you would say. Yeah, she lives in Italy um, these days. And hopefully. she, I'm pretty sure she's got a, a podcast as well. Um, with a focus on Italian. Mm. So, yes, another another one to check out. Yeah. There's um, a language blogger who has got a huge profile and a huge following who I have been following for a while now, but I've probably dipped, dipped out a bit lately, but that's Benny Lewis's website, Fluent in Three Months. Of course. So I probably came across him... Yeah, years ago now, but probably from like a travel and a language perspective when I was thinking, oh, you know, what to do with my life? But um, <laughs> Benny's articles, he's got, you know, a huge collection of, of um, articles and tips on his website, not just authored by him, but by, by his team and by guest guest bloggers. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's a probably a huge one that's been around for a while and which languages have you have you used fluent in three months um for i've looked at fluent in three months from chinese learning yep. probably the most and what does and it, also, is it, is it great for beginners like is it particularly good for if you're just starting out yeah i think so and yep. it's good as a jumping off board for finding other resources okay and also if you're doing random google searches the seo on his website is very good so you often will (laughs) find um fluent in three months articles at the at the near the top of your google search as well okay what kind of um what kind of structure is it like what would you see on a on a standard page i guess like if you looked up mandarin chinese on fluent in three months what kind of information does it give you well, I mean, there's heaps of different articles that would come under that kind of title. So depending on okay. whether you're, you, you know, if you want to know, um, should I learn Cantonese or Mandarin Chinese? Ah, maybe maybe okay. you type that in and, and, you know, there'll be an article on there about, you know, where each is spoken and why you might learn one or the other and the, the differences. Um, okay, so not just necessarily like content for learning, but also... Um, like kind of decision making and like more general stuff about the languages themselves too. Yeah, and he's okay. he's got a, a big kind of focus on speaking as well. Okay, and that's that's his kind of, I guess the whole pretense of how he got started yeah. was you know you know speak speak from day one and and that will really help you um, get going with your language language learning. Okay. Cool. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I haven't used um, Betty Lewis's uh, website that much, but I have seen his books and I have had a look at some of his um, at has some of his published books. Um, yeah, which are which are pretty good too. So, talking about books, have you um, read any of Ollie Richards, who is from I Will Teach You a Language dot com? 
I have website? yes, I do I have read some of his or used some of his books. Um some of his short story books. So um they came out they're the parallel text ones? Um so they're not a parallel text. They're like a um they're just so they are just in the language that you're learning. So they're they're short stories in I have I have the versions for Italian and for German, um, but I know that there are actually quite a few other um, versions. I know there's one for Russian. Um, there's definitely one for for Spanish, um, I believe. Uh, anyway, so they're they're short stories in language, um, not a parallel text. So there isn't a translation like on the other side of the page or underneath the words or anything like that. And his. Uh, his sort of method I suppose on that is to try and um, get you to started sorry get you started reading with comprehensible um, I think I think he calls it comprehensible input so it's like they're simple enough and straightforward enough for you to be able to read them with as a as a sort of um, I guess upper beginner intermediate learner I think is sort of what it's um, targeted at Um, and at the end of the of each chapter, there's sort of a, a vocabulary um, list with highlighted words that have been bolded in the in the actual text, um, and then also some like kind of comprehension questions to help you understand whether or not you've actually understood what happened in the story. Um, but yeah, without that kind of fallback of the the parallel um, text on the other side of the page and sort of traditional. Um, parallel texts so it's it's quite good I actually I quite like them um they're good because they suit my level at the moment in both of those languages so it's good to know it makes me yeah it's quite nice if you are yeah that's that sort of you know you're approaching an an intermediate level um feeling like you actually do understand the story and yes you can follow uh reading a story without too much trouble um and without needing to fall back on on a on the English sitting right next to it, um, and I think that's a it, it's it seems to be quite a a cool way of thinking about um, thinking about reading. So yeah, I, I really like them. But um, oh, he also yeah. has a blog. I guess <laughs> that's yes, yes, that's yeah. The so other, the back other. on back on yep. topic. You're yeah, you're absolutely right. He's um, he's those books are, are really good. Um, and yeah, he does have a blog called "I Will Teach You a Language." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will teach you a language dot com. It is. Yeah. And have you have um, you used I will teach you a language dot com before? Look, not not really. I have downloaded a book of his as well, and it's okay. um, I can't remember the exact title, but it's it's French for beginners in a sense, cool. but it's not in French. It's in English, yeah. and it's got a whole bunch of tips in there about pronunciation, um, things you know, faux. What they called faux faux friends words that we might get confused with from an English speaker's perspective if we're learning French, yeah, um, and a whole bunch of stuff like that. So that's um, I'm about halfway through that book now, and that's been really interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, other than that, I haven't had too much interaction with with what Ollie's um, put together. Okay, I was um, just going to say there's another um, another one that's just come to mind um, for me, and this one's as well as being language-related, very much travel-related as well. Um, and that is Michelle Froller's uh, blog. Yeah, And she's yes. called The Intrepid Guide. So it's theintrepidguide.com. Um, and I really like her blog too. Again, very travel-focused. She does do a lot of travelling and I like how she integrates um, a bit of language into there. So she has some mm. cool 
like language guides that are sort of like a like a basic rundown of some useful things that you might need um, if you're just going to I don't know a, a new country for the first time um, and you want to be able to say just the basics so <laughs> hello and goodbye and yeah. and thank you yeah. and and please and um, you know some some useful phrases for um, helping you just get around um, and yeah so which is really really helpful but um, also just a really kind of visually uh, impressive website. She takes oh, beautiful photos. Oh, it's gorgeous, photos. isn't it? Yeah, yeah such she takes really, really beautiful images. photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and so, yeah, I really like her. Really like her blog. That's definitely on the the inspiration side of things. Yeah, for sure. totally. Very motivating, yeah. and um, she's learning Norwegian at the moment, so she's got some some cool stuff about that. And going to uh, Norway on a bit of a language learning trip just recently, I know. Um, yeah, I saw that too. And that would appeal to you, Beck. I remember our conversation (laughs) about that show, The Occupied, when you were like, I want to learn Norwegian. I know, I know. (laughs) One day, one one of these days we'll get there. Um, Another travel website I'll mention quickly too. So um, Second Half Travels is by Ingrid Trumper and she is a language lover as well um, who – based in the states so her language focus is um i think spanish portuguese and i think russian as well um so she talks a lot about her language learning on the road and also in preparation for trips um she also has some really great um posts about those particular languages and tv shows related to those languages so if you're ever looking for tv inspiration for portuguese or russian or spanish that might be a good one to check out and you all know how much we both love tv yes (laughs) he's right (laughs) can't hide it um that's awesome that's really cool um why is it called second half travels do you know I think she named her blog Second Half Travels because she was in her 40s when she decided uh-huh. to resign okay. from her career in some unrelated field wow. and started focusing on language learning and That's travel. Awesome. Yeah. Living, the, living yeah. the dream. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I actually have one more that I was going to suggest, Penny. Yes, do. Um, also in my mind. And this is this is probably pushing the boundaries a little bit of what is what is a blog (laughs) um but I consider I consider this one to be a blog and that is um itchy feet comics um so I don't know if you may have seen these floating around on social media um but they're like these little um usually kind of just like square comics um really short um but they're all about travel and language um and they are all on a website, which is itchyfeetcomic.com. Um, and for me, it kind of feels like a blog because you can basically just scroll through and there are all of the comics that um, the, the guy who's been drawing them, I'm not sure of his name, but we'll make sure it's in the show notes, um, who draws them. They've just He's just been pumping out these great comics about living life, traveling and and language kind of I don't know, the, the experiences of, of learning and trying to use different languages in different countries. Um, and I think it's just really, really fun and a really lighthearted way of looking at um, especially the mistakes and the funny things that, that happen oh, when I you're trying to use a language to in another country. <laughs> um, which I think is just, a, it's just such, a nice, such a nice way to approach um, that, what, these moments that can be quite embarrassing. Um, 
and I don't know, he just does a really good job of making them really funny and um, and kind of comfortable in these um, in these comics. So I definitely suggest it if you haven't seen it before. Um, yeah, itchyfeetcomic.com. Oh, that sounds great. Very, very that fun. sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, really fun. So like, yes, like more like a visual blog, I guess, <laughs> if we consider it that way. <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah. Hey, um, I've got a couple of language specific oh, bloggers yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, which I thought I might mention um, just because if, if you are learning a specific language and you, you want to go to someone's blog who is writing about learning that language. True. It's always handy. And there are um, lots out there too. So like for whatever are, language they, it is yeah. that you might be learning, there are, there are plenty of people blogging about, about learning the languages, but also teachers who um, use blogs to help teach you specific languages as well. So one that I came across at the Women in Language event in 2018 was more Vietnamese, morevietnamese.com. Um, Elizabeth, um, her Vietnamese name is Tao. She um, blogs about learning Vietnamese, obviously. And yeah, she's got some great information on there about all kinds of things, tones, pronunciations, exams, resources. And is she originally from from somewhere else? I think she's British. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, that that was a that was a great find, especially awesome. Vietnamese being slightly less less common than some of the other languages. One that I've cool, used. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say it would be no, cool no, no. as well to have like it's another learner's point of view as well in yeah. like showing that you can you can do it. Like it's not just a native speaker necessarily like telling you, oh, here's how to learn it because I speak it already. It's another learner who's been through the whole experience of learning and then can be like, oh, I, I did this, so you it. can yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's that's where the value lies in, in something like that because it really gives you an insight and it makes you feel you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> a, um, one that I have used for Mandarin Chinese um, a couple of times is called Separated China. Okay. And that's also by... Um, I can't remember if it's just one guy or if it's a couple of guys. Um, are they Italian? They're... Yes, they are. <laughs> or at least one of them is. Okay. Um, so their website is chock block full of things related to everything to do with Chinese from, from I guess, exam prep resources to character learning resources to travel-related things to do with China, um, even things about working and studying in China as well. So that's... That's another great kind of one-stop And that is, in, that is for English-speaking learners of Chinese? It's for, yes. And okay. they have their website's actually in more oh, – I can't remember how many languages, but there, oh, there's an multiple. English version yes, awesome. okay, cool, <laughs> of cool, the cool. website. Because I was going to say, with so a name like Sapore di China, <laughs> yep. like, is it for Italians learning Chinese, yep. which is also yep. awesome. Um, but, yeah, that's great if they've got multiple language options. Really cool. So there's there's a couple of the ones that I've found. Oh, I will mention too before I <laughs> before I move on, um, Lindy Boyts, who people might know as a YouTuber. Um, she's got a great YouTube channel. She also has a really good website, lindyboyts.com, and her she's South African, but she speaks a lot of languages, a lot of Asian languages actually. That's um, awesome. So that's one to look out for for especially if you're learning um korean or or japanese or chinese i think that's three of her three of her main languages cool that's great and all like character based ones Mm, too which mm. is a good 
perspective to have as well. Yep. One of my favourite um, sort of language-specific blogs um, is for Italian, um, and that is Learn Italian with Lucrezia. Um, so her website is learnitalianwithlucrezia.blog. Um, she also does lots of videos on um, YouTube and heaps of videos on Instagram as well. So if you follow her on Instagram, it's like daily dose of just listening to some cool Italian. Um, but I, I really, really like the content that she puts out for Italian learners. Um, I think it's really, it's really clear. Um, and she's a teacher as well. So she's um, very much like uh, she puts out things that are quite specific to like grammar as well, if you need that. Um, but I just, I love that she's, she's quite young. She's, um, probably only a couple of years younger than me, I think, or roughly, I think she's in her mid twenties. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, I love the way that she speaks. Like, (laughs) I feel like her, her way of speaking is how I would like to be able to speak in Italian. And it's really cool to be able to like, you know, see on someone's blog and through their videos, that kind of like their, you know, she also shows a lot about her life um, and, you know, she lives, I think, in, if not in Rome, then very close to Rome. Um, so it's just all sort of really everyday things that she's like doing and she'll be like in the car and, you know, getting coffee or like meeting friends and she just does these little videos that are really cool. But a lot of that is backed up with um, other information on her on her blog. Um Oh, that's great. It's a nice cultural insight. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's not just like the language content. It's also like, yeah, very much a cultural insight into um, just the everyday, which is is cool because that's kind of what you want to learn about too, right? Mm, Totally. Yeah. But, um, you know, it looks like we've actually uh, spent quite a lot of time talking. Um, (laughs) We uh, have. So we might actually have to, I think we might have to wrap it up there. There's so many more. There's so many more language bloggers. Hey, like I feel like we could we could do a whole other episode on this because there's so we many could. more. We could, and we and maybe we will. And especially, I think podcasters as well. That's a whole other yes, whole other field other of discussion because there's some great podcasts out there. And in fairness, quite a few of the people who we have talked about today do have their own podcasts. I don't podcasts. think we've mentioned all of them, but um, a lot of the people that we have spoken about do have podcasts. So. Um, we will make sure that there are links to um, all of the different language bloggers that we've mentioned um, in the show notes. So check there if you want to find out more about any of the, these cool people. Um, but obviously take, to take a look at their websites and see what else they do because people who do blogs do not just do blogs. Most of them have videos or have written books or have podcasts or do all sorts of other things. So um, Yes, they're very busy people. <laughs> yeah, very busy people. So yeah, check them all out and, and have a bit of a look. And as always, get in touch too with, with um, bloggers and, and websites that you follow and that you love from a language learning perspective. We always love to hear from you and what you're checking out. Yeah, exactly. So thank you for joining us again on another episode of Language Chats. We really hope that you've enjoyed it. Um, Language Chats is part of a a larger project that we both started called Language Lovers AU, where we're building a community of people who are interested in languages in Australia. Um, You can check out our website and subscribe to our mailing list at languagelovers.com.au if you want to find out more. And of course, you can find us online as well at Instagram and on Facebook and please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review if you can because it helps other language lovers find us. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye.